Hello. <laughs> That's the strangest what? voice you've ever. Are oh, you recording, you bludger? <laughs> Shit! Well, it's a big red light, mate. You know, it was the Mrs. Doubtfire. Hello, have you ever watched? Mrs. Yes, the, I, I recognise. You know, when, when, Robert Williams. when Robert Williams is in the apartment and someone's come, I think the, the social worker's coming up to the apartment, and he hasn't got his his mask on, and there's a cake in the fridge, and he smashes his head into the cake like it's. And that's when that's when he comes out with the hello. <laughs> there was also a Seinfeld episode. Do you remember the Seinfeld episode where they were had their little their little voices? Hello, hello. hello. They, did they have moustaches as well? Was that the one where they had moustaches? Um, it was after a summer thing they did. No, I don't, I don't know if that was. Do you know the you know the episode I'm talking about? It was though, the, yeah, the episode because it was her, and, it was and her it came, stomach. It was the voice her stomach makes, wasn't it? Yes, and the, and then it, it came to the point where Jerry had to pick between her and the, the voice, and doing the voice, or, and, he, <laughs> and he had to think about it, <laughs> and that was it. The fact <laughs> that he had to think about yeah, it, that was yeah. enough. Yes, right. <clears throat> well, let's um, let's Should stop we talk about Seinfeld? technology, or what are we oh. doing? What are we doing here? Do you want to just do a show about Seinfeld? We we've done that before. This is pretty much a show about nothing. So <laughs> we there are correlations. Yes. But anyway, no, let's let's do the show. Welcome to Two Blokes Talking Tech. Not a bad price. With Trevor Long from EFTM.com. Really handy device. And Stephen Fennec from TechGuide.com.au. Stephen, welcome to my summer home. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, nice. We You're are doing in, very, EFTM doing oh, very mate, well. Kicking goals, <laughs> you know, taking names. It's all yeah. good. Uh, we are in a... Uh, a mansion uh, on the eastern suburbs of Sydney, overlooking literally. Yeah. If you were we're to jump Dover, the back fence, Dover Heights. If you were to jump the back fence, well, you wouldn't survive, but it's you'd cliff, also yeah. be in the Pacific Ocean. That's right. It's a cliff. Um, right. It's a it's a beautiful part of Sydney, uh, elite and luxury, and something I will never achieve. <laughs> and um, my aspirations are obviously quite low. Um, but it's a very it nice, is a beautiful home. Yeah, we're beautiful here uh, to do the podcast episode four hundred and six of Two Blokes Talking Tech. Thanks to Uniden and Netgear. We'll tell you more about them shortly. But Stephen, we are. In this home, because often press events are held in, you know, luxury homes just so that they yeah. can wine and dine and I you keep know, knocking show things back. off. I keep saying, no, you can't use my place. Yeah. <laughs> Leave me alone. They've never asked me. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to come out to Hornsby? Jeez. Oh, yeah. Every tech journal could complain like Stephen does Mate, every second the week. cap charges, it'd send the company broke. It would too. It would, would send the company broke. Um, it, it happens often for, often, you know, just, just to just to show off, but also for a product that is home-based. So yeah. I remember having an Arlo camera yes. event down the road once. Uh, yep. placed, uh, there's a whole bunch of things. But they, we're here because Hisense have chosen this home to demonstrate their 100-inch laser TV. This is a TV technology we've seen for many years at CES from Hisense. Yep. One of those ones that when we go to the CES booth for Hisense, Andre and the team, great people, walk you by and they go, that's... That's exciting, but we're not bringing it that to Australia. That might be coming yeah. to Australia, yeah. And yeah, then right. this year they said we're bringing this to Australia. Yeah. Well, oh, wow, this is yeah. this is huge. 100 inches. Um, it's it's an enormous thing. And we should be clear, they call it Hisense Laser TV. It's a short-throw projector. Exactly okay? right. It's a laser short-throw projector which um, projects up onto a screen that comes with the product. So when you buy the product, you get... The what they call a console, white, white glove service. Uh, it, it's installed for you. It's yep. delivered and installed. Uh, the screen comes with it. So the screen that's on the wall, and you'll see these photos at techguide.com.au on eftm.com. The screen comes with the product, so yep. as, <coughs> as does the subwoofer, uh, and it's then installed. White gloves. The the console sits on top of your entertainment unit, uh, and it, it it's massive. Like it is, it makes a statement. We were here yesterday afternoon at the at the launch. And it really made a, a statement in the room, you know, yeah. showing videos on this thing. Uh, it looked 
you know, well, stunning. The good thing about this is that you look at where, and you'll see these photos on, on our websites, but look at where the t- where it's located. That's where you'd normally put your television. Mm. So in terms of achieving a big the big picture, if you were to do that with a traditional projector, you'd need to position the projector some metres back. That's in right. this house, there's there's no ceiling. That's it's quite a high ceiling, so you couldn't achieve that with a regular projector. And if you achieved it with a regular TV, you would be drilling into the wall to plumb yeah. power, um, yes. HDMI or, or one cable connect, whatever it might be. Uh, the TV would also sit <coughs> quite 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 far off the wall. Even a, a well flushed, wall mounted TV sits three to four centimeters off. This screen is I'm going to say a centimeter. Um, yeah, in thickness, pretty flush off the wall. Yep. Um, and and it comes. In fact, it actually comes uh, from the factory. Uh, yeah, as a big screen, not, it's not rolled, rolled up. up yeah, yeah. So it's already it's already in, in like not, uh, unrolled. And you could say, look, I've got a white wall. I'll just project it up onto there, but it doesn't work that no, way because no, what's no. happening in this screen? The screen's actually grey. Yep. Um, what happens is the screen has all these amazing uh, kind of etched technology in it, so that yep. the lasers um, are correctly received on the screen and other. Ambient lights around you, like light bulbs, we turn on light bulbs around it. They don't glare. Yeah. So the ridges, there, there are tiny ridges. So you got to remember where the 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 picture's coming from. So the laser's projecting upwards, probably at a quite a steep angle. You're probably talking like about a seventy degree angle yep. at the screen. So the ridges act so that it it reflects straight to the viewer. So it's bouncing up on the screen, and the picture is then reflected towards the the viewer. Yep. So that works, that that does that thing. But the other thing it does too is also, as you said, it rejects the other light. So if there's lights above it and around it, other glare, other direct light is not going to See, to uh, affect it too much. In my much. lounge room, we have light, a light run, like four four light, little downlight style things that can be pointed. And they show up, uh, if you're sitting on the lounge, you actually see the lights. Yeah. Uh, so it's always better to watch with the TV off. So any glare in the room actually isn't, uh, put into the screen with this high sense laser TV. It's, you know, it's a phenomenal bit of technology. When we were here yesterday afternoon, uh, three o'clock, four o'clock, we were watching yep. the screen. Uh, now the the room is uh, easterly facing. Yeah, so it faces so the water. So the TV's looking yep. back onto the onto the water. There is no wall behind us. It's a big open, yeah, big open, 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 open space. Yep. In the late afternoon, I got to say, it looked excellent. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I thought it was a really nice screen. I thought the the colours were coming through. I thought the brightness was excellent. Yep. We're recording the complete opposite time of day. Yeah. Now, so so it's what time is it now? It's just ten o'clock. Just on ten a.m. The sun's yeah. not beaming in behind us. No. But the sun's still bright and up, and it's coming in through those windows. It is desperately washed out. It is a bit, and and even even in the hour that we've been here, because we were, we got here, we played a couple of movies, and I played Star Wars and all that. Of and course, Trevor I got played bored. Forza. Trevor got bored. He played his game. A little nap. And in in the it's hour, kind of, I've kind of it's forgotten that Star Wars was a video book. Yeah, the first ten minutes is you got to you got to read. It's not ten minutes, mate. Mate, it's ten minutes. It's worth reading. Why, okay. why couldn't they just act that out or narrate it? <laughs> it's ba- it's background. It's like yeah, narrate a, it. It's I'm here to watch, not read. No, that's not the tradition. It's the whole. It started with stupid. the original Star Wars. But anyway, in the in the hour that we've been here, it, it's even it's improved even further. The light, the light that before the it was quite bright at the back of the house here, and. It did wash it out a little bit. You you couldn't see much detail, but now even an hour later, that's way better than what it was. Yeah, and I think what's clear, what's important to note here is that <coughs> the quality of the picture has not diminished or been affected in any no, way. It is still sharp, stunningly sharp. Uh, I was looking at the Forza Horizon logo on the screen as we went through the intro. <coughs> it was be- it was a beautiful, consistent color. 
It was very crisp and sharp around the edges. The difference is essentially, and it's partly because it is a grey screen, not because uh, if it was white, it'd be even worse, and it couldn't be black because how the colour come through. Yeah. But it's this balance. But it's the difference between a, you know, OLED and and a, and a direct competitor that's nowhere near as good with blacks. You really yeah. you're really seeing through the greys here. But even what right? we're looking at right now, the the writing's quite sharp. We've got the, we've got a Netflix homepage open at the moment. The net, the writing's quite sharp. And even yeah, you know, it's it's the light's not doing us any favors color wise, but they're, no. they're still punchy. The colors, the greens, the yellows, they're still pretty punchy there. I didn't realize that between two ferns, um, yeah, it's a movie, movie yeah, had yeah. started. No, yeah, no, yeah. I saw the only only the other day it started. Yeah, yeah. and the Bill Gates things out as well. Yeah, look, the bottom. Yeah, look, that that high sense have boldly put this television here in this room. It is a bright room. Yeah, well, they um, did it for they they wanted to say that look, this is where we can do it. This is normal viewing situation for an Australian family. Yeah. So we wanted to give it that extreme test. Now I the think afternoon it worked fine, as you said. Absolutely, the but evening today, would be amazing. This morning it struggled a little bit, but now, even now, look at how much better is that than it was an hour ago. I'm just thinking though about our television habits, right? Yeah. Now, because my lounge room is, I have a wall bigger than this that I could put it on. Yep. Um, I have windows that face to the west, right? So we get a deep sun coming in in the afternoon. Okay. Um, my kids on weekdays don't really get to watch. TV, they might watch a bit of YouTube at some point, but when Amanda and I are watching TV, or when Jacko is, you know, oh, after dinner because he goes to bed late, we're watching it at night. Like mm. I can't think of the amount of daytime viewing that's done in our yeah. home. Yeah, true. So, <coughs> what about morning viewing? And when everyone gets up, no one's watching TV. No, They're no, getting kids, ready for school. There's no watching TV in our house okay. in the morning. Uh, yeah, no, unless I, dad's on I TV. I have it on. Like in my place, in my my <laughs> lounge room, it's, it's the yeah, unless dad's on TV. Good on you. And la- uh, in my lounge room, I don't watch it anymore. Anyway, I've got a bigger wall than that as well. But mm. my windows are to the right of the television, so yeah. that's my backyard in that direction. And um, I, I would, so I'd have a similar challenge, I think, I, that we I have would, here. I would love, um, and this is obviously crazy hype, but I would. We should note, this place has got a, a massive, massive sunroof, which has been covered up. Yeah. Okay, which clearly tells There's me... There's a lot of light pouring in that There is a limit to the amount of light you can have, right? But yeah. that isn't a completely uh, non-Australian home scenario, right? Yeah. What I'd love is to be able to go, like, click a button and have the back yeah. uh, go draw, off and the, the side curtains. come on so yeah. they see what the differences are yeah. from side light versus um, yep. rear light. Um, there are no, literally no curtains on that back window. None at all. Because why would you ever put curtains well, are, over the Pacific Ocean? Are there blinds ocean? that drop down there or, no, or not? No, I don't, I don't think there are. are. There's okay. nothing. Oh, exactly. Why would you want to block that view? It's but the bloody ocean, mate. In, in a nor- like at my place, I've got I've got uh, shutters I can put down. Yep. So the the roll, roll down shutters. What we're saying here is, uh, while Hisense very clearly say it can be used for the average Australian home and bright sun is not an issue. Bright sun gives you a different viewing experience to, to, to low light night. Yeah. Okay. We, ha- we have to be clear on that. Yeah. I, if you had a television sitting here, you know, an LED TV, it would look, it would look like it's burning. It's so bright yeah. compared to this. Okay. Well, obviously, this is but, it's a laser. But so then, when lit. you get to the evening, the oh, low yeah. light afternoon and evening, I'm not sure. I mean, sure, you'd notice the difference side by side, but you certainly wouldn't be disappointed. This is. Like it's stunning. No, the, the quality, quality and the brightness is fantastic. And, and you get it night. I, I I'm used to watching a 4K projector. I have one at my place, and and the clarity on this is quite impressive. The 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 amount of detail, the color accuracy, uh, even even the like even watching when you're watching sport or or action movies, yeah. the refresh rate's really impressive as well. Uh, and, and just look at the size of the of the screen is marvelous too. So it's just so it's when, really I, when, impressive, I'm, yeah. when I'm when I'm 
when I'm reviewing TVs, the Netflix logo just came up because I pressed play. Yep. This is the moment that I look at it because I look at the where are the where are the greys and where are the yep. blacks and where's the washed out color in between. And while there's no uh, glow around, so you know on a on a non OLED TV, you get a glow around the white words onto the black. Mm-hmm. There's absolutely none of that because it's a direct laser. There, yeah. There's no there's no glow. We should but we should also constant gray. You've got a constant gray instead of black. We should also mention it's a dual laser. So what happens is a red and a blue, and that goes through a filter to then produce white, and then the the color wheel then produces the colors. Were like, like that that part of the process is what don't I don't understand it at all. But I'm very impressed but, by it. But the 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 color palette on the on the TV on on the screen is actually really impressive considering it's coming out of a it's a light that's bouncing off a screen. So it's pretty good. Uh, the black level is actually when the lights are down, of course, when the light is levels are a bit better. Uh, the light level's a bit lower, I should say. Black you know, levels are pretty good as well. Got, it, Black's a hard colour for a projector to produce really deeply, yeah. but it, 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 this this is pretty impressive in in its in its uh, its black levels. Uh, in, when we were here yesterday, much better than it is right now. But um, see what's yeah, interesting? Great is result. <coughs> we haven't mentioned the price. It's Tell them the price, son. It's nineteen thousand nine hundred ninety nine dollars. Yeah. Now that is the the unit itself. The screen and the subwoofer, and by yep. the way, the sound is epic. It's sound JBL is great. tuned. So there, is, there is the front of the unit. You can imagine that to be a sound bar. That's like yep. a sound bar. There's four front firing speakers, and there's a, a little subwoofer as well. We had it yep. up to full volume when I was watching Star yep. Wars, and the directional sound was working very well. It does have some technology on board where it can actually do virtual surround as well, which yep. was very impressive. All the directional sounds were working. Subwoofer was kicking in quite well. So sound wise. How many times did I say that? Actually yeah. Sounds pretty good. No, sound is epic. It really is. Um, now, twenty grand's a lot of money, but if you were to try and buy a one hundred inch television, yeah, uh, you could buy several of them. Um, you could buy several of these for that price. Exactly, I mean, there are, yeah. uh, basically there aren't many, if any. <laughs> they're very niche uh, item. Yeah. Um, there are, say, I'm pretty sure Sony has an eighty five inch eight K TV, which is twenty three thousand dollars. Now that's eighty five inches. It's a lot smaller than this yeah. if you were put them side by side, <clears throat> but. For, for 20 grand, because you'd probably talk them down to 20, you know, I do think it would be as impressive in this room. Absolutely. But let's talk the difference, though. Like, if, if you the only other way you can achieve an image this size is with a regular projector. Yeah. Now, let's talk the differences there. The regular projector needs to be mounted, it needs to be positioned, sometimes it needs to be calibrated. And for the price of the projector, you don't get the screen, screen is separate, you don't get any sound. Yep. So there's no Sorry, I'll just there's no speakers. I hadn't really involved. noticed what was on the screen, but it was um Okay. It was yep. Okay. I see what you're looking at there. <laughs> and so there's no sound involved. So you gotta you gotta connect it to us to a home theater system. Yeah. No T V tuner on board. Nope. This has a TV tuner or and, and connect to um to Netflix as well. Yeah. There is yeah, there's full, it has full HDMI connectivity. Just back on your Netflix. Thing. It's it's the high sense video. Operating yeah, system, exactly. Yeah, yeah. It, 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 using the menu system, it's just like normal using yep. a normal high Wi Fi on board, too. Wi Fi. Yep. So <laughs> people are saying, Oh, well, I might as well. It, it, a, a lot of people they say, oh, Look, I want to set up a home theater. Um, what do I need to do? I want to get a projector. I want to do all this. Well, okay, so you need a projector, you need a receiver, you need speakers, you need an amplifier, you need a screen. everything, a screen, the whole <laughs> lot. And to achieve 100 inches in that scenario, you're probably going to spend more than $20,000. Mm. So here's a, a, a solution that in the right conditions, out of the box, can give you that result that I'm sure even if you want to maybe even expand the sound further, you can probably connect your receiver and maybe have some rear speakers and if you want to go to town, you can do it. But just as it is, it's 
pretty decent solution. 100-inch <coughs> picture, yep. 4K, HDR10 as well, don't forget. Yeah. So HDR, and with all the smarts of a TV, with all the connectivity of a TV, and all the inputs, so you can, incl- you can attach your PlayStation, your Foxtel 4K, yeah. 4K Blu-ray player a- a- as well. So if people think, oh, wow, that's way expensive. Well, when you look at it, if you want to... Not many people are going to walk into Harvey Norman and say, right, show me your 100-inch TVs. Yeah. Not many people are going to do that. <coughs> no. But if, for the customer who wants to go to that level of investment and say, yeah. right, this is what I want to achieve. I might have a, a, a room to, to have this. Then people, then this suddenly becomes actually not bad value when you add it up. So oh. all, all of that, when you take all that into consideration. <coughs> I think that um, while Hisense want to this to be a television, and it is, it it will play heavily into that market you've talked about. You know, I want to have. I've got a. Yeah. I've got. You know, it doesn't have to be. You've got an impressive theatre room. <coughs> um, I was thinking about Bowen's got a you know four bedroom home. I think the front room they've turned into just an entertaining room, yeah. and they've got a you know sixty five inch TV on the wall. Um, it's got one window like a bedroom would. It would be amazing for yeah. this with right. or without the window open. Now, if you were going full movie, you'd, you'd make sure the window was shut. But during the day, it would be totally fine. Mm. So, I think that it works for a TV room an entertaining room, a theatre room for sure. Lounge room, it, sim- it still raises the question, what is your lounge room? I need to know more about yes. it. Like I would hope that a JB Hi-Fi, good guys, Harvey Norman staff member would say, let's talk about your lounge room yeah, so I can How understand. far away are you going to sit and all that? <laughs> and let's still talk about that. That's a good, a good point because the way the screen is structured, the, a lot of the fatiguing light is, is filtered away. So you know when, you, when you're watching a TV... And you're watching it constantly. It can actually you tire over time because of all the light hitting your eyes. It's funny, and it may be just you know the subliminal thing, but I actually genuinely feel like my eyes are more relaxed watching yeah. the screen. Uh, well, it's it, and it's and that that sort it's it's like the blue light filter on your phone. You can take the blue light filter out. It's kind not not exactly, but it's sort of a similar effect here where you could, th- that's not a tiring light to look at. When no. you're looking at a really bright TV for a long time, it could it actually you can have eye fatigue. And so in this instance, because of that and because of the way the screen's constructed, you could sit, I think, what, what was recommended? This is about four metres away. Yeah. What are we, about four metres away here? Maybe, uh, one you could, you could actually, I'm actually sitting a metre closer <coughs> than you are. Yep. So, and and I, I can't see any of the lines on the screen that, you know, the ridges. If you go right up yep. close, you can just see the About a metre and a half away, you can see the ridges yeah. on the screen. But from this distance, <coughs> I'm still, I'm sitting off to the side as well. So the viewing angle is fantastic as well. That's a good thing about projectors. There's The viewing angle is good at all, all sides. Yeah. The, the, the look, it looks terrific as well. So you could easily have a, a setup here where we do have like a U-shaped viewing area here with people off over to the right over there and where you're sitting and I'm yeah. over here on the left. We could all enjoy this picture. Equally now, if you had if that was a QLED TV or an OLED TV, sitting off to the side, then yeah, the the viewing angles of the latest TVs are good, but at least here you're getting all the color. When I move right to the side, the color is not diminishing at all. No, so that's another big tick in favor, Look, favor of mate, projectors. I, I'm, I think it's amazing. I, I love it. I love that its its usability is like a TV. I yeah. love that it's a whole package. There's nothing extra to buy. I love that that cost comes with the delivery and the installation. Yeah, that's important too. I think oh. people the, the people think, oh, geez, we have to install it. So it's delivered, installed. That they, they position the screen where calibrate you want, it, everything. calibrate the whole thing, position. And let, let's talk about the, the unit itself. It only has to be positioned about twenty to thirty meters off the wall. Centimeters. Yep. So if you've got a sorry, what did I say? Meters. In, meters. So twenty <laughs> twenty to thirty centimeters off the wall. And that's just sitting on a regular entertainment unit that people have already got in their home. 
Yeah. So it just sits on the entertainment unit where you would normally place the television is where the unit is placed, the laser TV is placed. Yeah. And then the, you position the screen, and I think they said that there is a 10-centimetre leeway so that the mount, the brackets have a 10-centimetre adjustment for height. So you might say, no, nah, it's a little bit too high, bring it down a little bit, you can adjust it. Yeah. So that in the, that's all part of the calibration process. Yeah, and I, look, that's... This is my point. It is the everything you need, all installed, uh, you know, uh, $1 pays for everything kind of approach. But mm. I need to be clear that the, the it's picture It's more than is, $1, though. The picture is very <laughs> washed out um, in, in certain in the, circum- in the morning in, light, yes. In, in light, it's going to yeah, be so washed look, out. I think you know? before you drop, you drop your 20000 for this TV, you, you, you really need to assess your room where it's going to be. 100%. Yeah, I think oh. it's the retailers would have to ask you that question to say, right, and if they're not, tell us about your room. I'd be disappointed, but, you know, you've got blinds and you can control yeah. the, the light. I'm not saying, let's be very clear, it does not need to be a black room. No, not at all. Yesterday here it was bright and vibrant and lovely, yep. entertaining space with a television on. Um, it just you just need to have control over the light. I think that's even improved in the last. We've been talking for twenty minutes now about this. That's improved even now. You got to remember. So we're facing east. The sun rises in the east. So it's coming up yeah, uh, yeah. out of the ocean over the house. So it's already sort of up, sort of uh, nearly above sort of the house. More, more. So we yeah. can't see it from the ocean here. Yeah. That that's improved even better. Yeah, I'm gonna definitely. put Star Wars back on. Do you mind? Or? Oh no, I do. <laughs> um, you can do that afterwards. Okay. Um, look, it's a great looking unit. All the details of the Hisense Laser TV 100-inch uh, Laser TV are at techguide.com.au and eftm.com. This is Two Blokes Talking Tech. And we got all thanks to the good people at Netgear. And if you have home networking needs, then Netgear has a solution. And the best uh, example of that I always give is if you've just had the NBN installed or you've got the NBN and you're still just using the modem uh, the Wi-Fi router that came with your internet provider. So if Telstra gave you a router, if uh, you know whoever the internet provider is gave you a modem router, and that's your Wi-Fi. So if your Wi-Fi network is called Telstra something, or it's you know uh, Netcom something, or whatever the brand of modem that was given to you by your internet provider, the Wi-Fi could be better in your home. Unless you're in a little apartment, which is probably going to be perfectly served by uh, the standard modem, one side of your house is going to have a black spot. The other side of your house is going to have slower speeds than the modem itself. And that's where a, a mesh Wi-Fi system like Netgear's Orbi comes in. You plug the Netgear Orbi into your existing modem for your internet provider. You don't have to get rid of that. You don't have to reconfigure anything. You go through the setup process in an app, and within minutes, you've got a brand new Wi-Fi network in your home. It is uh, full speed every part of your home. It is full coverage every part of your home, and it will change the way you look at Wi-Fi. And I've never had someone put a, uh, an Orbi in after they asked me about recommendations of improving their Wi-Fi and not be... Uh, anything but blown away by the quality and uh, the reliability of the Wi-Fi. So check it out, netgear.com.au. Everything about tech you never wanted to know. This is Two Blokes Talking Tech. Well, Stephen, uh, we, in fact, it was the day uh, after or before we recorded, we we went to a briefing with Huawei uh, and we got a look at the Huawei Mate 30, which was being announced that night in Madrid. Uh, it was announced. It is a, a real device, the Mate 30, the Mate 30 Pro. There's a whole bunch of variants, but coming to Australia is the Mate 30 Pro. And I'm just going to skip straight to it and avoid <laughs> all of the specs and everything, which you can tell me about. Yep. But I do think this is this this is uh, this is a, a couple of nails in a coffin for Huawei. Yeah. You know they've announced a phone which is spectacular, and we'll go through the specs. But it doesn't have Google services, which means it doesn't have Google Maps, doesn't have Google App Store, doesn't have Gmail installed, doesn't have any of those things. And while that doesn't sound like a lot. 
when someone goes from an old Huawei to a new one, they're going to go, well, how do I download apps? The Google Google Play Store is not there. Mm. And Huawei saying we've got the Huawei App Store or App Gallery, mm-hmm. it's just not the same. Yeah. Um, when you download Uber and go to you know call a car, do the maps work because it doesn't have Google Maps installed? I don't know. Yeah. These are all the unknown questions. And, mate, it's being sold direct by Huawei, probably... I haven't heard an announcement officially, but probably through open channels like JB's and the mm-hmm. like, um, it's not being touched by the telcos. Now, well, Huawei's so got... So, you know, I heard that they were in discussions with the telcos. Com- the really? telcos won't touch it with a 10-foot barge pole. Right, okay. Because the telcos can't guarantee um, uh, security updates to Android. Um, yeah. Basically, it's a risk. It's, consumer, it's yeah. a consumer guarantee risk for them. And they don't want to go near it with a ten foot. We, we should specify that they it can be talking to them. Uh, trust me. Yeah, exactly. Huawei yeah. will be talking every day course, to them, saying, "Please, please, 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 please." <laughs> but but the telcos aren't going to touch it. So, in terms of what you just said, just to expand a little bit on that, there there is an open source Android operating system running. Yep. So that's it's not like Android ten or anything. This is your vanilla basic Android Android open source. On top of that is their EMUI 10, which is their, their, their user, user interface. interface. Which has kind of always been on top of the yeah, Google that's Android right. anyway. So, so it will look familiar in many yeah, ways to a standard uh, and, Huawei and we are, we are, yeah. you, you had a look at it. I had a look at it. We got my hands on it. Beautiful device. The screen, it's got, it's got the, the uh, is it the Very Horizon Samsung-like uh, yeah, curved It's got an screen. 88-degree curve on the edge so that the it is a, an edge-to-edge. It's an edgeless display. Uh, it does have a four-camera system on the back, three cameras on the front, so seven all up. Has its own Kirin 990 silicon as well. It's no no side buttons. They've, they've created this innovative touch system. Yeah, you double you tap the side and then you like slide it up and down. There's a stack of innovation in yeah, the Yeah, the hardware, like I, I sort of, in my story, I wrote about all the features it has, but here's what it doesn't have, and it was all the Google, Google yeah. Maps, Google, Google Chrome, Google Play Store. But as a, as a device... The hardware is brilliant. Yeah, the camera, awesome. Screen see, looks went, amazing. Think back to the P. What was the first one? P eight, P P ten. You know when yeah. we were at Bali. You the know ju- the, the dual camera, dual line. camera, yeah. first Leica screen, Leica camera. Yeah. Since then, and that 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 phone wasn't ranged at all the telcos. I think yeah. only one telco took that, if any. Yeah. And you know it was sold direct. And then the, over the years, they've made better products. They've made more inroads on their branding. They've done better marketing. They've got it into the telcos. And the P thirty Pro earlier this year got into all three telcos. That was groundbreaking for Huawei, yeah. okay? And that's how you sell volume in Australia when you're trying to sell $1,000, $2,000 phones. For them to go from having it all to having nothing in terms of distribution on this phone yeah. is, is a kick in the guts for them. It, it, I, don't know how they, I don't know how they recover from it because I don't know. It, it's going to take a year or two before all this rubbish with America and China pans out. And even if they then bring back Google which I don't think they will because I think they'll be so arrogant in thinking that theirs is better. They won't, won't want to. Mm. See, Huawei's got 500 million active daily users, only 75 mm. million of which are outside, outside of China. Outside China, yeah, right. Right, so there's a lot of, you know, this, this phone will go great guns in China. I understand, though. There is some kind of decision looming at the end of November. Yeah. I remember talking to the guys at Huawei and they said they're waiting for this decision in mid to late November that could totally take this back to where it was and turn it on its head. The only thing that will save Huawei in Australia is if the P40 or whatever it's going to be called next year, the Mate 30's dead in the water. Like, it might come back (laughs) next year if they can bring it out with Google services. But the next phone has to come back with Google services. Why not this phone? It's just because of the timing. Yeah, well, it's it's, it's it's done now. Let's just say that what's it going to go on sale in October? So let's say a month. Say the decision, okay, say Trumpy says, listen, all's forgiven, we're mates again, 
good on you. So you'd be able to theoretically upgrade the phone. Would you be able to do that? Like put a proper version of Android well, no on it? no one's bought it. No one would have bought no, it no, by then. What I'm saying is, would it be possible? <coughs> yeah, they would have. Because if, if it's on sale No, no, I'm saying no one would have. Okay, yeah, so... No one's going to buy it without say, the Google Android. Let's say that the Huawei... It's the same as the dude, the poor, poor tragic marketing dude who came from Apple at, at Huawei... <laughs> <laughs> Poor blokes come from Apple and then they've been yeah, kicked in they the gut, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, they're going, oh, you know, they're basically saying you can sideload Google Apps. No, no, my mum's not going to do that. Yeah. Most, you know, if you are the kind of person that knows how to sideload apps and download APKs yeah. and all this kind of stuff, you don't give a rat's about any of this political stuff. You're just going to buy, you buy, you've probably yeah. got a OnePlus now or yeah. a Xiaomi, right? Yeah. You're buying phones very differently to the average consumer. The True. telco channel, the channel that they've lost, is the market that they need, yeah. and it's the market they've got to get the back. consumer channel. And I don't know that they get it back with a Mate 30. I think they get it back with an XP phone if, if and yeah. only if it, it has full it, Google but, services. But theoretically, say that Trevor Long's bought a Huawei Mate 30 mm-hmm. Pro, and November 19 comes around and, and they say, all's forgiven, China and US will love each other again. You would then be able to. It'd be, it'd be a process, wouldn't it? You'd, You'd hope they'd be able to just push out an update. Can, yeah, so have an update that will install Android 10. And from there, then you can install the Play Store. You'd hope so. Is there, is it, but can you, so that you can't really put on, If say you wanted, you were one of these high-end users who wanted to sideload stuff, could you theoretically install the Play Store yeah. as it is? You can 100%. do it. You can do it. Yep. So if you bought the May 30 Pro on October launch date yep. and went home, you could there's, potentially do I've it. I've got no doubt there's a way, there's a website with a download link for the Play Store, let alone right. all the apps. Okay. So you'd have to like jailbreak the phone and do all that well, sort yeah, of thing. I don't think you even need to jailbreak the phone. It's yeah, really right. just a permissions thing, and then yeah. you know that's it's not hard, you know. Okay. But uh, would Huawei be in a position to instruct people how to do that? Would they? Would they want to? I do don't that? know legally how that works, and yeah. I don't think they'd want to. Did I, you, I looked at the app gallery actually, the Huawei app gallery, while I had the phone in my hand. Looked up Facebook was there, Instagram there, Twitter there, but. Someone else that was there was asking about what about Tinder and all these dating apps? Are they there? They're probably not. I'd say. Um, so there's that issue. You mentioned Uber and access to Google Maps. So what maps could you access exactly. on this? Is their own? Is it their own mapping? Or and is, is that going to work there well here? Is there directions? Yeah. Are there traffic? I mean, yeah. it's just too it's many too unanswered many questions, questions yeah, right? right? And that right. makes it... And let me be clear. If you're someone who knows Android, knows how to use it, and you want to buy the Mate 30, go for your life, knock yourself out. Yeah. But I can't recommend this to people for whom they're coming to us for advice on to yeah. buy a phone. They're probably going to come back to us for advice on how to get Google well, Maps. Here's what I'm going to do, right? I want to get the phone. I want to get it. And I want to try to do the sideloading and try how much does it take to get this phone to operate like a normal Google phone in this current scenario. Forget if there's any kind of deal done in the future. But when you... Let's look at it another way. You're buying a camera as well. So the the camera on this is spectacular. They've got Leica back on board again. They've got the Cine camera. They've got 42, 40 megapixel lenses on the the back. They've got a... Is it a 32 megapixel on the front? I think the the press kit said it was a 40 megapixel. Oh, I thought it was 32. Yeah, anyway, there was a discrepancy there. But anyway, it's a decent decent size camera on the front as well. There's three, three of them, as a matter of fact. And, but the screen is so impressive. Like, I, I was thinking, and this was the, the day before the iPhone went on sale, oh. I was thinking, why can't Apple do this? Hmm. Why can't Apple have a screen like this? Well, we I both said in, in our, our reviews review. yeah, that, yeah. The, that the iPhone has this huge black line around which, the screen. Which looks which massive compared to these compared other phones. Compared to these phones. But yeah. I also don't like the curved edges of these phones. Yeah. I've never liked the Samsungs it. with a curved edge. Love it. I don't, I don't like it. Well, you're getting it used to it when Apple does it next year. Mate, I don't think Apple will. 
You don't reckon they'll have I a think, curved edge? Oh no, no. They've got to go edge to edge, no. mate. But what they will do is they will they will because think about the curve on the edge of the iPhone. Yeah, there's a the millimeter, screen's going to end a, there. There's a millimeter there that's just a curve, right? So get rid of the curve, go back to the five S four style flat edge. That takes away a millimeter for a start, and then they, they can push the screen another millimeter to the side. It'll reduce by yeah, a lot. Absolutely, it won't be curved though. So yeah. that's my view. What What do you reckon this oh. is going to cost? They haven't told us pricing yet. <laughs> like, they, are they going to charge you fifteen hundred bucks for this phone, or well they, are they going to try to say right here yeah, it's nine nine nine? See, you got to remember, do? Huawei don't think any, there's anything wrong with this phone. Huawei think this is the bee's knees. Yeah. So well, they th- they'll try and sell it. Hardware for wise, it is. It's great. Sure. They'll yeah. try and sell it in JB's for fifteen nine nine or something like that, yeah. right? Which you know, good, good on them. Fanboys and girls will buy it, and that's it. You reckon? Absolutely, they'll be yeah. p- they will, but they're only going to sell it in black and white. They're not going to sell the fancy colours here because they're bringing them in. They're basically taking a punt themselves on the device. Essentially, they're just going. We'll bring in ten thousand of the bloody things, and we'll try and sell them direct because the telcos aren't. Was was Huawei were Huawei phones available in the US before this? No. So you know, Huawei. This is this is the irony of the yeah, whole thing. Yeah. Huawei have have sold in the US via a brand called Honor uh, yeah, for for yeah, some time, right. yeah, yeah. but there's never been Huawei phones in in yeah, America for for phone. general sale through the yeah. channels. I know Australia is one of the countries. They, they were saying that 500 million users, 75 million outside of China, yeah. which includes Australia. And parts of Europe, like let's yeah, let's yeah. face it, big Europe, time. they are massive. Europe, Europe. speak for they've got them, some yeah. countries where they're the number one brand in like Spain yeah. and Italy and all these places. So, uh, in the Middle East and all that too, they're pretty big. So uh, they're not going to just suddenly stop making phones and stop selling them. No. It's it's, uh, it's onward and upward, isn't it? They're going to continue. I'm not saying the company's going to gonna crash. I'm just saying the company's growth will stall. Yeah. And in Australia, without the network infrastructure business doing anything because they've been banned. Yeah. And without the handset business growing. Yeah. What the hell's Huawei? And and with for those customers who have an existing Huawei device, nothing's wrong. So the Nothing P30 changes. Pro, everything will you still get your security updates. Everything stays the same. But you won't be able to update Android, will you? Yeah. You'll be so if if I get my no P30 Pro yeah. and update to Android 10. Well, but see, here's the thing: Samsung and all the others, they don't yeah. actually make the the yeah. Android 10 available. That's a telco decision. Yeah. It's rarely the manufacturers. It's not like Apple where they go oh, iOS 13, boom, and every yeah. bastard's got it. Android 10 comes out and it's like, you know, 5% of you can have it now because yeah. you bought a Pixel and the rest of you have to wait, wait until... <laughs> go. It's just such yeah, a so stupid, fragmented stupid today. system. So Google, fragmented. If, if whoever the hell's in charge of Google sat the two blokes down and said, what one thing could I change? I'd say, mate, yeah. bypass everything, easy go to direct update. to the yeah, handset. Yeah. Tell yeah. the telcos to stick it up their bum. <laughs> You're pushing out the software update. Because yeah, totally. that's what yeah. Apple do. Exactly. How right. does Apple... I yeah. mean, they're big. Apple has the power to do that. Google yeah. should have the balls to do because, it as well. No, I think the other issue is too that Google, the company like Samsung, it's a Samsung like, device. No, no, but also so Google has to have give Samsung the permission. It, to do Here's that as the well. reason. Here's the reason. It's because Google provide this great operating system, and then Huawei, Samsung, Oppo, all these companies put something else on top. Yeah. Now, if Google update the underlying operating system with Android 10 and all their interface rubbish yeah. stuffs up. It's, issues. it's it's an yes. issue, right? So that that's the problem, and that's why it's a drama. Anyway, if you want to have a look at the Mate 30, Stephen's got a bunch of great photos at uh, techguide.com.au and the details of my concerns over Huawei in Australia at eftm.com. This is Two Blokes Talking Tech with Trevor Long and Stephen Fennec. Well, we all know the laws around using your mobile device. Do we? Basically, okay. keep your bloody hands off it. Don't touch it. I'm talking yep. about your phone, Trevor. Yeah. Yep. Don't snicker like that. Don't touch your phone while you're driving. Yeah, it's pretty simple, don't you think? It's not rocket science. Exactly right. Yet but it, there but are still here's, some. Here's uh, where it gets complicated, though. Yeah. There are some caveats to that. It can be in a holder. 
and yes, like you can you can press answer no, but on, I mean, a, on a call. Holding it in your hand and having it a holder are two different things. I know, but so then, if you've got the device in your hand, yep, you're out. You're breaking the law. Very if hard thing to police. If you're though. touching touching the screen in a holder, you're using maps or using your audio. It's when you're typing that's illegal as well. Yeah. So now the that. the complexity around this has been how do you police it because a lot of the times the best policing has been a motorbike policeman's really seen you yeah. knocks on the window goes you're you're yeah, you're, gone. you're nicked well there's this new camera system that the new south wales government uh, in a world first by the way right. world first system they're going to install deploy 45 cameras around the state they're not going to tell us where they are oh jesus so you can you, it's like random breath testing they don't just say okay we're going to have random breath testing here here and here they're going to just not tell you. There's the no tr- the warning signs. The trick's in the title, really, isn't it? Yeah, well, exactly. Random. Right. That's it. <laughs> but there's, you know how when you're coming up to a red or, or a red light camera or a speed yep. camera, there's a sign to say, camera ahead. Yeah. They're not going to do that anyhow because they want to They want to change habits. People are thinking, oh, it's going to just send a little quick text or whatever, and they're breaking the law. And, yeah. and for, you know, it, it's annoying when someone's on their phone and you know they miss the green light and you've got to give them a toot. That's annoying, right? But how dangerous is it if they're yeah. driving at 100 kilometres an hour, texting, I've seen it. Yeah. People, they're looking down their phone like this, hey. one hand on the wheel, looking down, it's, texting. It's so obvious. They're going to kill someone, if not themselves, yeah. okay? Uh, so the New South Wales government here want to change behaviour. They want uh, Driver distraction is a massive issue, and hence the reason why they've got these sophisticated cameras that, that use artificial intelligence and a special algorithm to detect a device in your hand. So they they'll photograph everyone, and then they'll go. The the algorithm will look at every photograph and will detect if a person is holding a device in their hand. So if you, if you're holding a book or something, it might you might it might come up. But then I'm gonna I'm gonna carry one of, my, being, one of those dummy iPhones <laughs> around with me. But then a human being looks at the photo. So there's no person looking at a million photos yeah. a day. A human being will look at they look at the pinned photos around. to say right okay you know Trevor's holding something square rectangular in his hand yeah, yeah, what yeah. is that then a human will look at that and then assess it and in the wide angle shot will have your number plate have all your information and then you'll get the notification yeah. so they're going to deploy this from December and it was tested earlier this year they tested they had two cameras in two different locations they had eight and a half million people pass by the cameras more than a hundred thousand people were using their phone illegally hundred thousand out of eight million in one spot yeah so in and in in the when it's deployed in December there's going to be a grace period so for three months if you get pinged by one of these 45 cameras you in that three month period you'll get a letter to say here's a warning we got you but here's a warning. So past the I hope the letter period, has the photo in it too, because you know a red yes, light camera? Yes. You've got, to, you've got to apply to see the photo. Exactly. I reckon they good, should good include call. the bloody photo. So that, that's a great idea too. Uh, and so, But after that grace period, if you get pinged by these cameras, and they're, they're at an angle so they can look down into your car. So if you think you're doing a shifty just having your phone down in your lap, then yeah, there's some photos on my story of, of the people, including one absolute goose. Have you seen this photo where uh, the driver has both hands on his phone texting and the passenger is holding the steering wheel. The passenger's steering the car while this goose is texting. Like, is this, you know, what's doing? Madness. And, and especially my problem is, in, in this day and age, if you've got a CarPlay, you've got Apple, Apple yeah. CarPlay or Android Auto, you know, I, I, I'm i driving my, my shitbox old Mazda 2. <laughs> it's a great little car, yeah. because I've got Apple CarPlay, yeah. 
I use I use my phone more than ever because yeah. I make and take calls. Oh, I've got mapping going. You can access and all I don't your content, need your my phone at all. Podcasts, whatever. Messages come through. Yeah. Everything comes through. I've got Do Not Disturb. And by the way, the new version of iOS 13 has Do Not Disturb while driving active when you're in ca- CarPlay as well. Oh. Um, so that comes up, which is really handy because because even though the messages come through, you sometimes like you can't urgently reply to them and stuff. Yeah. So it's good to have that. There's a lot, a lot of good reasons not to use your phone. Absolutely. Apart from the fact that it's dangerous and costly. Well, you know, you could look, there's been they they did have a. As they were talking about this state government, they did meant there was one mother who was sort of the the example yeah. of a. She lost her daughter in 2012. She was texting. Yeah. She got killed while she was texting. Like yeah. this this woman, the, the mother's living with that the rest of her life. Her, yep. her child, if he, if she wasn't on the phone, she'd be alive today. Yeah. So the, these are the circumstances that, God forbid, someone's texting and they hit you or your family in your car. So that's the reason why they're, they're going all out with this technology. And it's going to spread. As I said, this is a world first. No other state in the world is doing this. Yeah. We're pioneering this technology so that hopefully people get the message. We do need to change behavior. Just like now, when random breath testing was introduced however many years ago, people think now, well, hang on, I'm not going to drive. I'm, I'm, I'm drinking. I'm not going to drive. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. it was automatic decision yeah. made. You get the few idiots and, that do it. And look, I've said before, I've been guilty of this in the past. The, the number one tip I can give you is put your phone in the glove box. Yeah. Makes a massive difference to take put it, away. it away from you. Because that's, that's a good point, you know, because a lot of the notifications are what distract people. Yes. They, they see a message coming. They go, oh, who's that from? Oh, I need to reply to that. That's the danger too. Put it on silent. Yeah. Put it in the, in the glove box. put it in do not disturb while driving mode yeah, as well. That's all yeah. you need Is there an Android do. equivalent to that? Yeah, Android order. Oh, to do not disturb. Yeah. No, no, no. So anyway, but I think, look, the message here is if you want to get home and see your family at the end of the day, don't be touching your phone while driving. And yeah. Anyone else who's listening, you might be even listening to this in your car through your phone. Spot on. Have it safely put away. I did, ironically, I did two interviews about this on the radio yeah. while I was driving. <laughs> and I said, look, I'm talking about this, but I'm actually, I've got Bluetooth happening in my car. I'm hands-free. I'm doing this safely. I'm not touching my phone. So just put it out there that... There are things you can buy, the cradles and mounts you yeah. can buy. Every modern car now comes with Bluetooth. And even if you've got an older car, you can buy Bluetooth speakers and, and, yeah. and, and you have retrofit have it. A, have a, uh, yeah, it uh, goes in, the, the, in the, the shade, the sunshade. Uh, yeah. Shade? Yeah. yeah. Is that what it's called? Sunshade. Sunshade. Is there a technical name for it? Yeah. Visor. Visor. Yeah, visor. Yeah, yeah. anyway, Bluetooth figures and clicks on that. That was my, well, I remember years ago when my car never had Bluetooth. That was how I used to talk to people. Hold on. Nice and easy. Do it. All all the details of the uh, Australian, or uh, world first on the New South Wales government uh, are at techguide.com.au. This is Two Blokes Talking Tech with Trevor Long and Stephen Fennec. Two Blokes Talking Tech, uh, proudly supported by Uniden. And if you want to keep an eye on your property or something that you own and you're outside of a wireless network, there is a solution. The Guardian AppCam Solo 4G can help you. So rather than you tapping, rather than tapping into your Wi-Fi network, this device actually takes a 4G SIM card. So you can be connected to the camera. You can view remotely. So you may have a, a, a large property. You may have a boat on the marina. People living in this house probably have a, a few boats. Uh, you might have a caravan somewhere. You might want to keep an eye on a, a property that doesn't have Wi-Fi. This is the solution. The AppCam Solo 4G. And it has all the features you'll find on their regular wireless cameras as well, including ThermoSense. This is the proprietary technology that detects heat and movement 
so you're not getting all those false notifications. And of course, it is full HD that you can view live through the cameras or off the local memory, the SD card if you want to put that on board. Uh, and it is, you can view remotely from that from the app anywhere you want. It's weatherproof as well, so no matter where you put it, uh, it'll work fine. It's also solar power compatible. So if you want to position a little uh, solar panel with this, there's no need then to charge the battery. It is a set and forget solution. There's also two-way talk too, so that if someone's in front of the camera, you need to talk to them or they need to talk to you. The two-way talk works really well. And of course, works through the 4G cellular network. So you can connect to it wherever you can get a 4G signal. Check it out if you want to keep an eye on things. Guardian AppCam Solo 4G kit. Check it out at uniden.com.au. This is Two Blokes Talking Tech. And a couple of quick ones before we uh, pull up stumps here at our uh, luxurious holiday, uh, studio. I'll just, you know, <laughs> what if, what's the squatting laws? <laughs> uh, Should have bought a bloody I, sleeping I, bag I or something. Know, I don't know. I wonder well, what you need to bring in to take I haven't ownership. done much squatting lately, mate. I'm sorry. Should look that up. <laughs> I mean, squatting laws. We, we know where the joint is. Yeah. Uh, just coming going up. Listen, we're here now. Uh, we're here now. That's it. <laughs> anyway, if you're in, uh, here's, here's a nice one for uh, Melbourne people or AFL fans. Uh, if you are a, a fan of AFL, if you're heading to the AFL Grand Final uh, this weekend and you're a Telstra customer and maybe you've bought the latest Samsung Galaxy Note 5G version. Or the Samsung Galaxy S10, S10 5G, 5G. The V50 5G. Yeah, the Oppo the Reno. Reno 5G. Yep. yep. Um, good news. 5G at the MC 5G. At the MC 5G, they call it, are they? Oh, 5G like at the G. 5G at the G. So, I mean, yes. look, it's funny because when I did a test in Melbourne, one of the best locations I found was just up, the, like, literally the next block from the MCG. Yeah, right. We are just kind of in the, the shadow. There, yeah, yeah, in the... Uh, it wasn't a park. It was just, you know, yeah, a yeah, block. Of, it was a housing you know, area just around the corner. Yeah. But there is a tower there, so they've got the infrastructure. So they've obviously just then piped it in, and yeah. I assume they put a will lot a, of Will it be a uh, cow? Repeaters. Cow? Sell on I don't wheels? know if it's a cow or if it's an installation. You heard that before? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think... I think, given the way they announced it, I think yeah. it's a it's a f- final installation. There'll be people of screwing, 5G. screwing in um, and look receivers in there. How good would it be? Because there'll be like three people there with five G, so it'll be <laughs> blisteringly fast. You'll smash it. <laughs> you reckon? Yeah. I reckon there'll be more. What are there'll be hundred thousand people there? You don't reckon there'll be a hundred people with five G there? All right, I'll give you a hundred. That'll be a few there. It'll still be good. It'll be a few. Yeah, yeah. But you, think, you know, do you think Telstra think people are going to just rush out and buy a five G phone to take to the G on for the grand final day? Yeah. Uh, I don't think so. Maybe not. I yeah, probably know. not. But, you know, get there early and run some speed tests. It's if great If you've fun. got a new iPhone, you haven't got 5G. So no, the 4G will work very well. No, as, as predicted by the two blokes. Absolutely, no yes. 5G. But, uh, no, that, that's, it's a good initiative from... Look, we're talking about it. It's all about Great initiative. Right, yeah. it? But, you know... Will I'm, they do that at the NRL Grand Final? It seems... You know what? Maybe they will. Maybe, maybe they they're will. delaying the announcement yeah, so they don't so take the away the shade from the AFL. Yeah. I might go if they've got 5G out there. And if South's are playing. I might just do that. I might well, have a chance, really. Yeah, they, they play the Raiders this Amber weekend. pretty good. Yeah, I know. We beat them once before this year in, on, at their home ground. So where's this game? Uh, in Canberra, is it? We've beaten them there before. Semi-final they, they, in they Canberra. They got the, yeah, the home ground advantage. Yeah, yeah if you outrageous. win, if you win your semi-final in the top four, you get. Is home that because ground we advantage. knocked down a stadium where we we're a man down? Uh, no, it's because Canberra's home ground is. I Canberra. always thought the second last week and the last week of finals were always no home. The only uh, uh, um, the grand NRL. final. Yeah, the right. grand final. There you go. Live and learn. Yeah. Two Blokes Talking Tech episode 406. Thanks to Uniden and Netgear. This is Two Blokes Talking Tech.
Here's another quick one. Uh, I was invited to this launch in Japan, as you were, so and we uh, we had other stuff on. So, My wife's but they, birthday. Yeah, Sorry. that would have. Yeah, your wife's birthday trip with HP. Uh, tough mm. decision, mate. Was it or not really? <laughs> Good on you. Right, that's the right answer. The uh, Elite Dragonfly was what they announced in uh, in Tokyo as well. Jesus, beautiful, pretty snazzy. It's uh, their lightest and most compact convertible laptop ever. But it's a business machine, so it's coming yeah. from their cons- uh, not their consumer division, their commercial yes. division. Which means, so basically, if you've ever worked in a big organization it goes back to many years for you because you've been um on your own for so long but like at, at sbs we they had never a, gave me laptops back we, then, we had a contract with a company who supplied laptops and there was yeah they were actually hp it wasn't hp but through a company and so there was four different types of laptops you're allowed to have when yeah. you when you started if you're eligible or whatever and you know there's like a you know workhorse and then there's a powerhouse you know yeah. all the different things and essentially what they've identified and i we noticed this was millennials come in and they go awful like yeah. This thing, I mean, it does the job, it's but it's ugly. It's ugly yeah. and it's awful. So now, Lenovo had a similar argument at uh, IFA for their new Lenovo yeah. ThinkBooks. So this, this yeah. is now, you know, with the millennial in mind, is what HP say, and yeah. it is, mate. It's, it's, it's blue, so it looks yeah, great. It's nice. It's yeah. thin. It's light. It's super powerful. Now let's be clear. It's also going to be premium end price, like a two grand Absolutely. unit plus. Let's talk about some specs though. Thirteen inch display, touch screen to body ratio of almost eighty six percent, which for a yeah. laptop that's pretty good. Touch screen, by the way. Yeah, weighs less than a kilo. Yeah, so that's important for a you. Big, big that, fan that's of great, that. great for you because you you don't like heavy stuff nope. or big stuff. Nope. What is it? You got a phobia or something? No, I just like to keep it real. It's a. Be, it's also made <laughs> from CNC machined magnesium, which is two, two factors here. It's strength, very strong, and, and light. It's very light. Yeah. So I like how you sort of steal my steal my thunder there. Oh, I thought you were testing me. No, the Elite Dragonfly is also has twenty four point five hours of battery life. This is ridiculous. That's like, pretty. And this good. is the thing that like you. You remember, you think of a battery that's claimed to be you know, 10 hours or 12 hours, you yeah. think, you know, you pair it back a bit and you're like, I'll get through a day. It's like, I don't care if I have to run that at you know full screen brightness and full Wi-Fi, 4G connectivity and everything, as long as I get 12 hours. I mean, imagine that. But the other option too, and I can't wait to get this in... I'm waiting for Apple to do this with their laptops, and it's already with some PC laptops. Samsung are coming out with their, their what is it, their book, PowerBook. The, the, remember the one they announced at their Note uh, event? The one that's they've got the mobile Who are we talking mobile about? connectivity, Samsung. the Samsung laptop. What's yes. that called? The I don't know. I can't remember. It's a book. The, it's Samsung a book. Book something. Yeah. But what a, uh, this is also gives the option of having 4G built in. So yeah. you, we talked Beautiful. about the battery life and how you don't need to be looking around for a bloody PowerPoint every two hours. Now you don't even have to worry about Wi-Fi yeah. at all. So you, you just open this thing up and, and that's it's working. again the millennium mind, right? It's like, yeah. I want to work. Always connected. And always then connected. I want to go to the cafe and then I want to go home. And then yeah. I, and they also say that it, you know, that it blends that mode from work to, to pleasure. You know, it can be your Netflix machine. Pleasure. all right. Well, watching Netflix is a pleasurable <laughs> experience <laughs> for some. Netflix and chill, and bro. Corn, maybe, so. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you're watching Netflix. It's, you know, it's a convertible. Would that, be, so would that get you sacked, by the way, if you watch a bit of chicken and corn on your, your company-issued laptop or...? Is I that think a sackable some offense? companies would look really? poorly upon that, yes. Right. Can you yeah. just clear your search history or do they I know what you're doing on I don't it? know what you're talking about, Stephen. <laughs> I don't know how that works. Did, did you work at SBS? I would have sacked you. Did you? <laughs> was there some people you had to tap on the shoulder and say, listen. Uh, I don't want to go into the history. What's, what's the four of, hours of Pornhub you were watching I don't want to go into the history <laughs> of uh, looking at people's uh, internet history oh. uh, at workplaces I've had. But I, let me just say this. It's quite shocking and okay. quite surprising. Right. Who does what? Okay. People that you wouldn't expect. 
Okay. Are actually spending We're all humans, mate. a lot of time. We're all human beings. On sites that you just wouldn't <laughs> expect. Yep. So but that so that is an issue then. If it's a work issued laptop oh, I don't know. used inappropriately, that, that could be a problem. We, we've sort of gone off topic a bit, oh, haven't we, mate? Just a bit. Just just wildly <laughs> off topic. Also on board, speaking of Wi Fi, if you do want to connect to Wi Fi, you've got Wi Fi six as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So cracking, cracking Wi Fi as well. It's ready to go. And being a convertible, you can bend this over and uh, use it like a tablet as well. So bend the screen back yep. and use it like a tablet. Uh, and another feature that I really like, there's like wellness features built into this. Have you heard about this? What? Where it tells you... Okay, Stephen. It's, I, it's, I was all on board until... It has now. your back when it comes to your well-being. It'll remind you to take a break. Does your MacBook say, hey, Trev, you've been working really hard, mate. Why don't you have a coffee No, break? but this frigging watch keeps telling me to stand up and breathe. <laughs> I turn that off day one, mate. Oh, mate. Day one, I turn that off. Just like, leave me alone. Yeah, but don't you reckon that's nice, though, that it says, listen, we'll remind you to take breaks and even provide productivity tips. I'd like motivation. Like, have you done that thing? Like, it should read my to-do list and go, mate, you're overdue. Can you get some shit done? I've got enough of that already. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I just like the look of it. Yeah, no, it's beautiful. I just like the look it of it. It starts from it's the right size. 2699, though. 2699. It's crazy. And it's going to be released in November. So I don't want to break yeah. it to you. Yeah. But millennials starting work at an organisation ain't going to get this. Really? Yeah, this will what be the CEO's computer. What are they going to get? They'll get one of those bricks, the really? big ones. Okay. Because no one's given a millennial when a 2003. You, re- you referred to how when I, w- I used to work at News Limited, that was nearly ooh, nearly nine years ago is when I left News. And I had actually suggested to, because to, I'd started the tech lift out like seven years before I left News Limited, right? And I suggested to management, I said, look, you've got all these desktop computers here. There's a big monitor, big desktop computer. Everyone, you shouldn't have people in the office. People, we're journalists. We should not be sitting at desks. We should be out in the yeah. world doing stuff. And they went, yeah, okay. They sort of just didn't, didn't yeah. get and it. now, yeah. I don't think, I don't know. I haven't oh, worked well, there I mean, for nine years. But like now, nowadays yeah. the modern office is oh, yeah. just a monitor hot desk. and a desk. Yeah, yeah, that's right. It's called yeah. Agile, mate. Don't use the word hot desk. Agile. It's not what well received. Really? Why Agile not, working. Why not hot desk? Because it's that? got a bad name. What? Yeah. Well, no one desk. wants a hot desk. Everyone wants their desk. Okay. Yeah. You go to Microsoft headquarters in uh, North in, in Delhi Road up there. There's only one person in the whole building who has the same desk every day, and that's the MD. No, the security guard on the front desk. The MD's executive assistant. That's because no, if, well, the security guard's got to have the same desk because, every day. Well, that's not a desk, idiot. <laughs> yes, because it if, is. if all Two hell people. breaks loose, someone yeah. and you need to find the MD. You've got to be able to find that person. Right. Yeah. Interesting. There so hot go. desking is not. So, but but hang on a minute. It's the same thing. So agile, agile, agile is means a name for hot desking. find a desk. Yeah. So walk you in. yeah walk in, walk, walk in. in. Everyone's got a locker. But doesn't just doesn't Dave, don't you find this that when people in an office, even in the agile slash hot desk, they always thing, you end up in the you same spot. Kind of end up near yeah. the same spot. It's yeah. like it's like you but, know. When but but Stephen, in a in a, in a proper agile workspace, if there's 200 employees, there's yeah. only 150 desks. Uh, There's never enough like desks. Musical chairs. The whole point is to get, get out up, of the get you yeah. using the other That's right. active I, I spaces, remember. get you using I said this to the future. The managing editor, I remember saying to him, I said, look, I remember the editor stood up one time years ago. He says, look, there are no stories at Holt Street, Surrey Hills. Get <laughs> out and find them. What are you doing here? Get out of there. <laughs> so, and they're, they're putting all these state-of-the-art point. computers, you know, like in the yeah, desk. Yeah, doesn't this sort of play into that sort of thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You need to get a laptop. You need to get the hell out. Yeah. Like I've always said, work is a thing you do, not a place you go. That's my motto. So if you're out and about or you're on the go, that's what this the HP is designed oh, well to Oh, well-rounded, Stephen. 
There you go. <laughs> All right. You've been listening to Two Blokes Talking Tech, episode 406. <laughs> thanks to the good people at Unity and, and Netgear. And thank you to Hisense for hosting us here in this, uh, yes. what is now and my we're weekend staying. home. Yeah, we're and not I'm going gonna, anywhere. I'm going to look under every mat and find the spare key. <laughs> and uh, I'll yeah. be back. Go through the cupboards. I'll bring the kids. <laughs> the, the owners will be here and they'll be like, what are you doing? I'm like, well, I live here now. Yeah, I live here. They'll be like, no, I live here. And I'll Who be like, you? these are the keys. <laughs> squatters rules. And Jeez. then they'll have to go and look Have that up. Were you Googling squatters rules? No, but I will later. Break? Okay, cool. <laughs> Very nice. All right. Well, the good Stephen. thing is, if you do live here, it's a shorter drive to come and see you. That's great. Oh, Jesus Christ. That's right. It's all about you, isn't it? Um, <laughs> let's do it again next week. Sure. Um, I guess, you know, why be not? as exotic as this, I'm sure. Probably no. at your place or your office or my house. So. Oh, not exotic. Fine. Thanks very much. Cheers. Well, you know, can you see, look out the window and look at whales jumping out of the Pacific Ocean? No, I don't think so. Put that on the TV, I'm sure. Okay. <laughs> we'll be yeah. back next week. Talk to you then. This is Two Blokes Talking Tech.